I feel honored. Yeah, you should, man. Honestly, this is like, you guys have been like selected for this first round. This is like the first man. ever. <laughs> I'm blushing. You should be. <laughs> Anna, how many hits has YouTube had today? Don't know, I haven't checked. I've been quite busy today, you know? You can upload this one as well, Anna, and be like, here's my team. Well, it's just not even half of our team, so I can't really do that. The best it's people most, in the team. It's the most important the people. people in the team. Damn right, look at us. I was going to say blondes, but it's only just me and Lauren, so that Yeah, well, I'm currently not blonde. Need to see the hairdresser, so <laughs> I'm brown at the moment. Look at this. Anyway, what are you having for dinner? Carrie, what's up for dinner? I actually just had an, I had an early one today. I had a, a Sunday roast. Jesus Christ. Lovely. Made that your well, I mean, dad, I or was that? No, I went to my mom and dad's. Ah, you're in your mom and dad's bubble, are you? Yeah. So dad, dad, made, dad made a crack on Sunday roast. We had roast beef, gravy, Yorkshire pudding, roast tatties, carrots, broccoli, and mashed tatty as well. Oh, oh my God. So you've basically it was some works. I'm stuffed now. Jesus, right? Who's topping that? No one. Nah, I'm absolutely not topping that. I had, I made. I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram. I discovered them little wee pots of like prepped meals. Have you seen that I post? Anyway, if you haven't, anyway, it's a wee little frozen meal, and it's like high protein stuff. So it's like a wee easy sort of bung in the microwave thing. Um, so tonight I had chicken korma, and it was an absolute disaster. It was disgusting. <laughs> It was absolutely horrible. I've never tasted anything like that in my life. So, I've seen you put those pots. Yeah. Do you know what? I've had a few and some of them are actually like really good. They do a katsu curry and that is class. It's like breaded chicken. But this one was like, it just wasn't a korma. So yeah, oh. won't be getting that one again. Won't be going also, in the next order. I'm also intrigued by your um, ice cream balls that you post. Yeah. What are little moons. Doing? How have you never heard never, of little I, moons? I've never heard of them I they are the more. most sought after things yeah. in the planet right now. You must have to be under 25, Carrie. It's a TikTok yeah. trend, to be fair. It is a TikTok trend. Yeah, yeah, I'm not in the TikTok. Why? I've not heard of it. What a load of Basically, yeah. it's like in a little rice dough ball. So it's like chewy on the outside. It's in like a little coating. And it's just like different flavours of ice cream and stuff. But honestly, it's cla- they're class. And like, I genuinely feel like I've won like the lottery when I find them in Tesco. <laughs> Gold. I'm like I'm walking out like this, like just showing everyone, like oh, look at Where me. Where that from? Tesco, but they're literally like never there. They're like sold out in minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's I crazy. Tesco and never got them. I, I was, no, I was happy. I was not happy. Did you, you try them? Tesco? I tried four different ones. Yeah, and they I are hard, hard to get. Night, and I told my dad, I was like, Dad, right, we're going on the hunt for little moons. He was like, What? I showed him pictures. <laughs> right, we'll go. And we left the house. At quarter to seven, we did not get back home until quarter to ten. We were out there oh driving. My God. I was searching about, and he was like, "Is this? Is you being serious?" I was like, "Dad, we're we're gonna go every single Tesco." He had the map up and everything, ticked them off which Tesco we went to. Didn't happen. I was not happy. Well, Tesco Newton Hill, ten a.m. on a Friday is the best time to go. Right, so there you go, ten a.m. on a Friday, Tesco Newton Hill. Oh, all right, I'm trying to even work out where Newton Hill is. I'm like, where's that? Yeah, that's um, <laughs> Jess's neck of the woods. I did actually ask her to have a run up to Tesco for me because I know that's her normal route, but no. <laughs> Sending Jess out for a little... I, I was like, Jess, um, next time you're heading up that way because I know on Strava you seem to run up there a lot. I was like, can you maybe I'll look? And she was like, yeah, no problem. 
Where's Carrie gone? We've lost her, like. I know, I don't know where she's, she's gone. She's saying she's having technical issues. Yeah, clearly, you can't see her. Um, here, oh, Laura, she's left. Um, Lars, that's pretty efficient, like, from you, looking at Strava, who's scooting about your Tesco's. Yeah, do you I, know what? If, if I'm needing something, I'm onto it. Yeah, that's Exactly. No messing, like, no messing. Nope. So, she, no. yeah, Jess didn't get in the end because she didn't go up that way. I was there first, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you have, Anna? <laughs> Bag ball off the chin again. Nah. <laughs> Vegetas. Vegetas. Oh, quality, quality. Good choice. Did you make it? No, I live at home, so mum cooks them. Fair point. I live at home, I still cook. Oh, no, no, no. Kelly Kelly Look makes the best. Oh, yeah. Microwave isn't class as cooking that one, but <laughs> normally. <laughs> Oh my I've seen uh, your mum whips up some decent protein waffles, Anna. They look oh. amazing. I'm still waiting for the recipe for those. It's honestly the most simple thing in the world. It's like coconut flour, I think, uh, bananas, water, and protein powder. They look amazing. I need to try oh, them. Oh, they're so good. Mm. Whip some on top. Oh. So we've had a roast, a korma, fajitas. What did you? A fake korma. It's not even. We're not even going to call it a korma. Yeah, exactly. Half hour's korma. Yeah. Kelly's homemade fajitas, not mine. Anna's mum's. And what did you have, Strathy? Uh, I think we're actually getting a KFC tonight. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Actually, I've yeah. never had KFC. So he came yeah. back tonight. So we're going to get a takeaway. I think that's the plan. To be honest, I do like a KFC. Boom, but I actually don't like KFCs. It was just the whole takeaway comfort Sunday night thing that I was getting excited about there. But I don't really, I'm not big on KFC either, but I tried their, what was it? I think we tried their, their chicken wrap the other week. So I was like, oh, I'll give that a shot. And my dad loves KFC, so he got to choose it. So I've never had a KFC in my life. Have you not? <laughs> That's a lot. That's an absolute. I actually lie. never went to KFC. Yeah, I've only had one. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. Would it, it wouldn't be my first choice. Like 15. Hmm. What? Oh, see, I remember Welcome I back. Hey. You've just She's missed always... out on Anna's mum's fajitas and uh, Strathy's about to have a KFC. Oh, she's frozen. She's frozen. She's looking not bad for being frozen, <laughs> though, to be fair. It's a different view for Carrie. Oh, there she is. Back. Hey. <laughs> Sorry. My, I was on my iPad and it just died. But I'm back. I'm on the laptop now. Ah, oh, well. Preparation. Many devices, me. <laughs> I was worried that I was going to kick all you out as well, so I was panicking. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm blessed. Did you choose me to be the host? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was the host. I had to admit you from the waiting room. Well, I know. It came up and it was like, the, oh, we'll wait for the host to accept you. I was like, I'm the host. I can accept myself. <laughs> It may be because you were the first in. I'd love to have that authority there. Yeah. You were first in, so that's maybe why. Maybe. Default host. Default. Yeah. <laughs> right, so what's your thoughts on uh, us not getting back to play? Right. Sorry. <laughs> nah, go for it. If you've got something to say, Harry, you say it. One moment. Okay. <laughs> 
Have you, have you got notes? I will. Um... You got a presentation? I was just wanting a casual. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was stretching, sorry. Right. Um, I just hate not being back at football. I hate not um, being able to train and like see everyone and stuff. Like obviously we're used to seeing each other like what four times a week, mm-hmm. and then to not now. Mm-hmm. And also, I find it very hard to motivate myself to go for these runs. Yeah, I don't yeah. enjoy running. I'd much rather be training again and enjoying it. Um, yeah, I'm desperate to get back. Yeah. But, it's tough like I'm the same like when you when you've played football or like a team sport for so long and you're almost like that competitiveness against one another as well like not in like a dead serious way but it motivates you to like do well and do more doesn't it rather than like working out in your living room I cannot stand it yeah no I know it is horrible mm-hmm. I can see like I can see not I don't even know what like why they've done it like obviously like there's Champions League spots and stuff to be played for in SWPL one but in terms of like if you compare us like in SPL two to the teams at the bottom of that league like the lower teams in that league there's like there's no difference if anything like I would say we've got more facilities and things like that to get football back do you know what I mean so it's in that sense it's a bit frustrating but I mean yeah, yeah. I know I know I do think. We, we are very lucky that we do have loads of, like, like you say, like the facilities and everything that was put in place the last lockdown, like for the COVID rules and stuff. Ours were very strict and everything. So I think sometimes I am kind of like, well, we should be allowed to go back because we were doing everything by the book. Like every rule was adhered to and stuff. So it is a bit annoying. But I can kind of see why they've done it because obviously some of the teams, that's like their jobs. Yeah. yeah. So they kind of need that. But it is just frustrating the way. Mm. I think like I mean playing a little bit devil's advocate in that yeah frustrated and god that must be what those like the lower leagues feel felt like when we got to go back as well like you know what's the difference between us and them really um yeah I think it's more like the league having to administer in, in police clubs to do the job right is like look at the time me and Cheska never fit, completed our surveys in time we never got to train yeah minus four and four or something and yeah you picked a good night for it (laughs) that genuinely I was like shocking at doing the surveys because it was like bouncing between when I had a meeting but yeah and and, like Aberdeen were so strict with us not allowing us to train and 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 that's good from Aberdeen but you know the league have got to administer so many teams and while probably it can take like one team just to not do it to affect the rest of the league so um, yeah, I mean, I, I do think we'll get back in time as the numbers go down, and I think that's what the, that's what they'll have said. I don't know what they've said, but it must be frustrating for the lower leagues. Like, do you know anyone that plays for other like teams that have not got back? Like, you know, like obviously like Montrose and like Grandpa yeah, and Rana and West Yeah, sorry, what was that, Anna? Um, like West Ike, like we. I know two girls that play there and one of them's fussed, but one of them like was not fussed at all. So it kind of just shows it depends if you're like taking football, like not seriously, but yeah. you're actually enjoying like going to every training session. But I'm pretty sure like they were only getting like 10 folk to turn up to their training sessions and that. So that's why the, some of them were like, yeah, I'm not even fussed because training wasn't like decent because none of the girls turned up. Mm-hmm. Have they been able to go back at all since last lockdown? Yeah, because their season got cancelled. Eh? Yeah, they, they did play for a little bit, but 
Then it got uh, done in again. I think they had mm. like pre-season friendlies, but the lower league yeah. had competitive games for a year now. Imagine That's mad. a competitive game for a year. Like I just think though it's mad as well. Like how lucky well not lucky, we deserved it, but we got out and we got into our league so that we could play. Um, you know, yeah. if we were still just, in our yeah, league last I, season, we wouldn't be playing. Um, I think like especially like at that level when like obviously we've got people in our team that are aspiring like to be professional and go on to maybe move on to bigger leagues and things like that and do it as their job I think like people that are doing it because they enjoy it and just as a hobby some people might fall out of it and fall away from it like that's the sad thing like like there's a possibility that so much good players could be lost Mm -hmm. because of the length of time that we've been away from it and that's because maybe they've got other commitments now or like you know they've they're going to use the time when things open up to to do other things that they've missed out on. So it's it's a shame, yeah. really. I think the the longer it goes on, the more players I think will fall away from football, especially in the women's game. I think mm-hmm. that's well, so true. Well, Lars, you had a bit of a a moment yourself, didn't you? Which yeah, was, like, yeah. Like it was yeah the first lockdown. Like it was just getting to the point where like obviously I've got commitments. Like my boyfriend Ryan lives away, and like my sister's obviously in Glasgow and. Like, obviously, like, I went months without seeing them. And when football came back, and that was when things, it all kind of just opened up at once. So, like, I was like, yeah. I've got a decision to make whether I commit back to football or I take the time to go and see them. And, like, obviously, family kind of comes first to me anyway. So that's what I chose. <laughs> and then that was my break from football. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I, w- I was away from it. So I know I, I was watching the game against Dundee United. And I was like, do you know what? Like, the fight to come back and win that game. That just summed it up that I just wanted to be part of it. So I, I came right back and I was just like, yeah, that was. I'm glad I made that decision. Because like, even now, I think looking back the second lockdown, even though I'm in the same sort of situation, I think, I don't think I could take that break again. Do you know what I mean? Like, I've just kind of got into a different mindset now where like, I know how much I need football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it was, like, it was a learning curve for me taking that break away from football because I've played football since I was, what, six. I've never had six months of doing nothing not having anything so and I think that's yeah. the same for a lot of people so but yeah it's going to be a shame if a lot of people do fall away from football that's for sure yeah definitely I think that uh, it also made me think as well though like I it also made me think how much I miss football like when we had that clean break um, and we weren't allowed to play train football or play or anything I, I made me realize like oh my god I miss it so much like I need to go back it makes you realise how big of a part of your life it is. Mm-hmm. Like, even the first lockdown, there was no football on the TV to even sit at home and watch. Mm-hmm. Like, the, all yeah. the leagues were, like, cancelled at that point. So there was no football on the TV. You couldn't go to training. You couldn't play games. You couldn't see your teammates. Like, everything was just, like... you just made, It made you realise, really, I think, how much yeah. it is a part of your life. Yeah. I, I think as well, like, 100%. Like, and I don't think people that... Well, not like I think a lot of people that don't play football don't understand, and that's why I really sympathise with like the lower leagues because at least we've been back in and had something to focus on in actual competitive games. And yeah, albeit for some people in the lower leagues, it's a hobby, but it's actually like it's like a hobby, but it's like a social element too, like a huge social element. Yeah. You see each other. I see you girls more than I see my own family. Like I've just yeah. a Zoom call there with my family. I've not seen them in a like a year bar my mum and dad but like my cousins and aunties and uncles that I'm so close to I've not seen for a year like it's crazy and I think for the lower leagues probably 
I really sympathise with them and I can see their frustration, but I can also see why it's probably really hard to administer for the league as well in terms of policing. Yeah. You know, having like a lot of clubs are run by volunteers, which is fantastic. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about people's health and safety, like it's, you've got to be, you know, proper on it. Um, so, but yeah, and I also thought like what you were just saying there, Carrie, like how you miss football, but also for me as well, like as you're getting older and I know a lot of like people that I've spoken to that are close to retiring, it's really difficult for people to step away from football. And then I think maybe lockdown in a good sense has opened your eyes up to, well, what could you do if you didn't have football? And yeah, you're missing it because you know that you can have it and you've, you've still got your fitness. But actually, it's probably been quite good to realise that, you know, there is other stuff you can do out with football. And that's probably maybe why you were unsure, Lauren, at that one point, because you got a taste of what life could be like without football and without it being right in front of you. Yeah, that was it, I think, for me. Like, like obviously, it was at the point where restrictions were eased enough to go back to play, but I still wasn't allowed to travel. I still wasn't allowed to go out with friends, like, do the norm. It wasn't normal life, so... Like, I was stuck in this, like, sort of limbo where, like, football was the only thing actually allowed to happen. So I decided to take a break, I think, as well, maybe at the wrong time, because I never got a chance to see what normal life was like, where I could, like, go and travel any weekend I sort of wanted to and didn't have that football commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so when football was the only thing I had and I couldn't do the other things I wanted to do, I had kind of no choice. I literally had nothing else. I was like, football is all I've got, so I need to go and do it. And that was when I came back and, like, realised how much of a social side it is. Like, you say to people, oh, we'll keep in touch, we'll still see you, no. but unless you're seeing them four times a week to training, it's hard to get things planned. Like, cause everyone's so busy. So yeah. no, it's, it's definitely like opened my eyes for sure. Taking that break and made me realize that I do need football. Yeah, definitely. It's like a, it's like a comfort and structure as well. Um, you know, like you're brought up in life, like to go to school and it's like routine and everything's laid out for you. So you don't really need to make decisions. And I actually think lockdowns personally has made me kind of be like, you know, if I didn't have football, what would I do? And it makes you think. Yeah. Usually you don't have time to think, you know? Yeah. Not even a no, spare. spare time. I was like, how do people fill their evenings? What do they do? Yeah. but Because like, I have so much time now. <laughs> yeah. You have to, you're forced to become imaginative and almost take control of your life, I feel. Whereas football's like a structure you fall into. So it's kind of easy a little bit, I find, in that respect. Routine as well. What about you, Strathy? Has there ever been a time where you've not played football? No. <laughs> no. No, honestly, like that's that was probably the hardest part. But I think once I came back from like Iceland and stuff, and then I, I didn't know what I was going to do. I actually had no idea if I was going to sign for you guys or not. And then when I did decide, I was like, all right, okay, like fresh start, you know, come back, see what happens. Um then lockdown kind of happened and I kind of got to see what my life could be like without football for the first time in 23 years. Like everything has always been like for the past six or seven years, I've like I talked to my mom and dad about it. It's always been football, nothing else. Like I've never thought about anything else, not about my personal life, not about travel, not about family, not even about school. Like I just did school so I could play. I made sure I made the grades so I could play. Like if I didn't make the grades, if I didn't do well in my classes, I didn't get to play. I didn't get to train. I didn't get to go to games. So it all came back to football. Mm-hmm. So then when the first lockdown came, it was like, right, well, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. What can I do? Like I've known nothing but football. And then 
yeah, going away was great. I got all that experience, but then what's that? Going, what, I can't go anywhere right now. I can't travel. I can't do anything. So what am I going to do? And that's when I kind of thought, well, why not turn my fitness and what I love into a career? So then I took the PT side and I was like, I'm going to study to be a PT. So that's how that came. And then I got really like, when I started talking to Anna, she was like, well, but coaching. Never thought really about coaching until we kind of had that discussion. And then I was like, yeah. So in a way, I agree that like, I'm going to miss like when I do step away from that, I'm going to miss like the socializing, having the banner with you guys, having all that. Like you go there and you've got 20 girls to talk to and like have a laugh with. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, I know I'm going to be okay when I do step away. Like I know I have other things there. Yeah. Like I was scared because I knew one day I'd have to step away. Yeah. And I didn't know if I was able to do that. And then when I was kind of forced on me, I was like, like, I have to figure it out. And now I know the day that I do step away, yes, it's going to be hard, 100%, but like, I'm going to be okay. Definitely. Like, it's going to hurt, but at the same time, like, I don't think I'm ever going to say goodbye to football completely. Mm-hmm. Never. I don't think that'll ever happen. But to sacrifice every single thing, every day, inside and out, not really thinking about family or friends, just literally thinking about you and football. That's kind of where I'm stepping away from a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think once I did that, I was like, I can do other things. So in a way, it was kind of like a blessing in disguise as well. So I think that's what I'm like grateful for. Yes, it sucks because I really do want to get back. Like if this was the last season I'm going to have, I don't want it to end like this. You know, like I'd love to get back, play another half a season with you girls and then think, right, okay, I'm okay now. I can step away. Arthur, you try to tell us something here. I know that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, last season, are you? You just dropped that on us. I'm trying to do math. I'm, to, I'm just trying to sneak it in there just a little bit. Yeah, this is probably going to be my last season. Yeah. But what? Why? Uh-huh. Because, like, it's been, it's been on my mind since I don't know. I'd probably say last November. It's been on my mind about it, and. I've gave up so much for football. Like I've not really had a personal life to just kind of enjoy it and have to think, you know what? We've got a big game at the weekend. I got to prepare. Like I prepare for that game for like three days. Like, I don't know whether to just put like 50%. I don't want to, when I do something, I want to do a hundred percent. I don't want to just half kind of arse it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I decided that I think this is the, I think I've came home. I've enjoyed it. I've loved it. And I think, to step away, I don't want to, I'd want to end a season with where it all started. Like it did all start in Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, I wanted to play for Aberdeen ladies when I, when the minute like it started, you know what I mean? So now that I can do that and I can take a step away from it, I think that's the right choice. And I think in my heart, I know when I step away, I'm going to be all right. Before, if you said to me, right, you've got to give up football, I'd be like, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. But he's opened my eyes to other things now. Yeah. No, like I'm not. Well. For sure. At least I'm one step closer to getting a game then. That's one down. Love that. I'm only joking, Strathy. I would never want you to leave us. I'll be cheering you on from the side. Gary's away. I'll be cheering you on. I'm like, go on. That's really, really interesting. And actually, I think that's what I was kind of getting at. I think this, this time off, like Laura says, and like what you've said, 
Mm-hmm. And if I'm being honest about myself as well, I think that football just almost distracts you a little bit from looking at yourself and what you really want. Because let's be honest, like sometimes football can be shit and it can be like, why am I doing this? It's taking up so much. It takes up so much of your time. Okay? Yeah, it's so much time. You'd be stupid not to analyse your time. Um, and sometimes it's easier just to go with the flow and not stop and go, do I really, am I really enjoying this? Um I mean, I, I do enjoy it. That's why I keep doing it. And I think, but I think lockdown in a good way has made it, forced us to all be like, could I be more excited on a Sunday or or not? Or is this what I want to do? And I think, yeah, that's really admirable. And I think that at least now you, you're ready to walk away if that is what yeah. you decide to do at the end of the year. Obviously, I like what Carrie says. I would, I think you're outstanding. And I think that, you know, you, you could play for years for Aberdeen, but at the end of the day, if you've made that decision, and I, I, I respect that 100%. And I guess that probably leads me on to what else we were going to speak about in the, well, I guess, Anna, what's maybe been your biggest achievement in lockdown? Like looking at lockdown as a positive or just looking at lockdown as a time frame as opposed to, oh, lockdown, you know, but recently over the last year, maybe what on reflection, because that's kind of the topic, what, What's been your biggest achievement for you personally? Getting a six pack, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, definitely, definitely the weight loss. Um, because um, I had obviously I made a video on it saying like what what actually triggered it. I knew I was quite not like overweight, but I was quite chunky for my age and for my height. And um, one day. Em and Harley just wanted to have a sit down discussion with me and this is when they were like releasing everyone so I was kind of like shiting myself obviously lockdown started and I was like you know what I've got nothing else to do why not just start doing fitness because by this point my college was kind of like over and done with as well so I kind of just focused on fitness and each time like I stepped on the scale or I looked myself in the mirror I was like oh you can actually see a difference so and then when coming back in, obviously when we were in the, the North Division League, I, I got a trophy from UKL for not being able to run. Oh. And now... Good <laughs> <laughs> on, Kel. Really supportive. Yeah, hold, up. hold up, right? That was you gave her a trophy for not being able to run? No. No, so like, everyone got like a little trophy and it was like a joke. So like, for exa- example, like Gail got one for looking like Jessie J. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I spent a season, like, being able to run. Yeah, it was nothing like, to do with weight. Hold on, let me just no. clear it. <laughs> no, it was because of my ankle. anymore. Every Tuesday, every Tuesday, Strathy, and this is straight up, we all yeah. had to run for the first 45 <laughs> minutes, and Anna never bloody did it. Scoop Anna used to watch us. Ankles. Just watch. That's what we got told. So everyone was like, how come Anna's not having to do the running while we're breathing out our arse? Anyway, so that was it. Because Anna, Anna's yeah, like, Anna's sorry. It doesn't work. Because of my ankle. Um, so like oh, I was sitting at the... Disclaimer. No. It was like, I would be sitting at the side doing my ankle exercises going like, well done. Um, <laughs> so wow. yeah. So kind of like just all of that, like kind of just put in perspective that I needed to do something. And now when we came back, um, no offense to some of you guys, but I was like 
outrunning some of the outfits. Well, I'll hold my hand up and say that was me. <laughs> <laughs> Loving the honesty. Um, Do you know what it was for me? The, the photos you put up of like your headshots for Aberdeen for like the past four years. Yes. Like oh, that was like I like I did notice a massive difference straight away. Even when you like the after the first training session after lockdown, I noticed it straight away. But then when you put that, I'm like, oh my god, I didn't realize like how much of a difference it actually was until you put them together. It was just I think like it's incredible to I, be fair because like weight loss isn't easy at all. Yeah, because someone I was on a goalkeeper coach and uh, someone asked if I played for Aberdeen. I was like, yeah, why? Like, how do you know that? That's a bit weird. And they were like, oh, like. I think I re- like recognised your name and I searched you up in Google and all your headshots came up. I was like, what headshots? I searched them. I was like, oh my God, can Google like take half of them away? <sighs> they were awful. They weren't bad, Anna. No, not at all. And I think, what, what would you say was probably, you know, what motivated you to do it? Or like, what was probably something that kept you going? Was it like hard to get going, like that cliche kind of thing? Or was there anything that you would like, it wasn't hard to get going I, I wouldn't say it was hard to get going because like obviously we had like an amazing summer it was really hot outside so it wasn't like an excuse saying like oh shit weather outside mm-hmm. um I think the hardest thing like I kind of um did like um a diet where you kind of not cut out like refined carbs but I cut out like mostly like bread pasta that sort of thing and that's all I was eating before because that's what all we got taught to eat was eat pasta before a game for energy and all that but I totally just like took that out and that was what made the biggest impact and then my mom was on a weight loss journey as well she lost so much weight and that's what she did she was on this program and she basically they took out all the like processed carbs and just focused on like veg and um like high protein meals and that's what lost all of her weight as well so I think in respect it was actually my mum that kept me motivated because she was like the one always asking me to go out for runs and do all these like workouts with her so that's good so she was kind of like in your house keeping you accountable for what you were doing that's interesting yeah because it it does help when you do it with someone else yeah and then my boyfriend's like like the fittest person you would ever meet like he could run he's like a tash like runs around for days (laughs) so like every time you'll be like let's go out for a run I'm like no because your speed is like my sprint so let's (laughs) not Nah, that's good. That's good that you've got people around you that have motivated you, though. And honestly, straight up, you've done absolutely outstanding from slating you for not doing the running on a Tuesday with your gammy ankle to now. Like, and you know what? Like, it does take hard work to get into positions like you're in, and like we're all in with football. Like, I I think, you know, we do all work really hard in our fitness. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. What about you, Carrie? What's your biggest achievement? Um, I don't really know. I think just kind of adapting to life, and like, mm-hmm. obviously, I've had to start teaching online, which is a totally new way of teaching, and it's crap. Just for anyone who cares, it's horrible. Like, I hate it. Um, so just like being having to be really creative and change the way I teach, and like find ways to communicate with my kids, um, and all that. And yeah, that's probably been my biggest achievement. Just working out a way to do my job in a totally different way 
and then also a way to kind of keep myself motivated like you say it's hard to keep yourself motivated like I live in a flat myself so I don't have people around me you know being like oh let's go for a run so to actually be able to motivate myself to do stuff I think has been quite an achievement for myself because I would quite happily just sit and do nothing (laughs) Yeah, and I yeah. think look at like, like you as a person, like I always look at like you and Tash and think you are people that bring the best out in people, and like you're just uh-huh. I know it's <laughs> behind me. I need to chill out on the compliments, but uh-huh. I think that you and Tash, like you remind me of people that just you, you want to be around you, and I think like you're at your best when you're around other people, and so teaching through a computer, like there's some things that like virtual works for but for me teaching, teaching is not one no I can't imagine it being like easy it's horrible and I like it's horrible like adapted to life because it doesn't necessarily mean that an achievement needs to be like I've got this massive award because I personally as well would agree that I think just motivating yourself through a really hard difficult change like no one reacts well to change really Mm-hmm. we're all speaking about routine with football and our whole routines have just gone like and yeah. I think that is really admirable living on your own and doing that I honestly do because I've been I've, similarly to you it is quite yeah so you're similar yeah yeah what about you LG hit me up you've been doing bloody heaps yeah well I was just thinking there like I don't actually think I've got like a achievement in a sense where I've like done something that I've achieved like and got like a a medal for it you know but I think like just getting through lockdown like similar to Carrie's one I was just thinking about it as like Carrie and Anna were both speaking like it sounds so like I'm I'm quite outgoing and chatty and stuff but like I'm quite socially anxious as well which I feel like you probably all know that it's not really a hidden thing but like it got to the point like actually like I forgot how to socialize yeah like it sounds so stupid like you can kind of hide behind a zoom call or you can sort of like you know you can just get away with it and just hide sort of in a group because we're obviously in such a big group on Zoom normally that like people don't need to know like like how you're sort of dealing with things and obviously I didn't really open up much but yeah like I I think just getting through it to be honest like and then coming back to football and having familiar faces I think that helped Mm -hmm. obviously the first lockdown but yeah just just getting through it and obviously like I'm maintaining like a long distance relationship like which is already hard as it is Mm -hmm. um never mind seeing Ryan every like well it's been like what gonna be three months now so like it's hard I think over like what we're doing now is how we communicate pretty much every day and like I think you get sick of like staring at a screen you get sick of understanding context through messages it's just like I think that's an achievement in itself is maintaining like a strong relationship and even with friends Mm -hmm. maintaining relationships with people through lockdown I think Mm-hmm. is just like an achievement in itself I would say for anyone really like because it's not easy like I think a lot of things have like gone shit to be honest for people like with relationships with friendships like just not through anyone's fault just because of how it's been yeah. and I think that's that's an achievement for me is just I would say main, being able to maintain like relationships and well my relationship and then friends mm-hmm. as well like because obviously struggling with being socially anxious just doesn't help at all mm-hmm um so yeah I think just like trying to get out my comfort zone and just like try and be myself mm-hmm. I would say for me yeah to be honest really. but yeah that's that's interesting you say about like the communication side of things because although like virtually now you're kind of like you can phone anyone from anywhere in the world 
it's not the same. Like it's not you don't it's like tones, no. like tones and text, tones and voice. Like you might be on the yeah. phone to like someone and you're like, Oh, and then they take it the wrong way because you're not toned and they can't see yeah. like yeah, it's all just a bit like fake and it's hard. Yeah, that's it. And it's almost like even just in like a work environment, if you wanted to go and have a chat with someone, you've got to arrange a call with them now if you're working from home. And yeah, yeah. like that face to face, like people in your aura, like that. You, do you ever know what Spidey Sense is? Yeah. That? Like someone's like, if someone's close to you, you can like, I call it Spidey Sense. And it's like, that you get like a vibe from them, do you? You just know, like, people are in your personal space when you're in their, when you're in their company. And for so long, like your Spidey Sense hasn't been tested or, you know, and as you say, like going to like to a random who normally you would be, it would like be so subconscious, yeah. it's become a conscious thing because it's not a habit anymore to be in people's company. So no. it's and it's so it's funny how easy you can trans- transition away from practice to like like things that aren't that normal. But yeah, you me, think you like a, yeah. You'll you'll like you'll blend back into it as quickly as well. I think we will. We'll blend back into it as quickly as we will. We blended out of it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I honestly like, feel I'm, like, like I'm a massive like overthinker with everything. But see, this lockdown, it's made me like worse. Like, like you say, like tones and like speaking to people. Like, obviously, like if I Facetime Ryan and like you only get someone's tone. So like trying to like body language and everything helps. And you, not seeing that, like, it's it just it's caused arguments. To be fair, because you're just like why are you in a mood and he's like I'm not in a mood but I'm like well how am I supposed to know like do you know what I mean it's just yeah so long distance yeah I would just say like get... what was that I'm saying long distance was a thing before COVID as well and everyone knows that long distance is hard and yeah it's it's never easy and obviously we've that's all we've known is like communication through FaceTime but like we always knew we were going to see each other there was always a date there was always something to look forward to yeah. and I think just not having like it's the same as like the whole of the world right now but like not having some a date or something to look forward to and having that or oh, I know I'm going to see him in two weeks I know I'm going to see him in four weeks like having that gets us through it normally but mm-hmm. it's been now probably like nine weeks probably since I last seen him and still we don't have a date so oh, that's it's yeah. just one of them you just kind of have to just find motivations to get through it I suppose but I think, yeah I think that's it like everyone wants like something to look forward to I think. for sure I would say yeah what about you, Strathy? Have you got uh, any achievements? Yeah, I think uh, I think it's um, coming off my meds. I think that was a very it was nerve wracking. I was scared. I was terrified. But like, even talking about it, like my heart is racing right now because when I think about this time last year, like I was in a really scary place. Like I. <clears throat> Like, I, I felt numb. I didn't feel anything. Like, I knew if I wake up the next day, whatever was going to happen, I wasn't going to care. And I didn't like that. I didn't like the person I was becoming because I was normally, like, so adventurous. I was driven. I had all these goals. And I knew what I wanted to do. And then all of a sudden, just one day, I just broke. And then it was, I think it was two weeks after my birthday. And that was it. I just remember I went upstairs and I just had like, I just brought it down in front of my parents and they were like, we need to do something. And I, my mom was just bawling her eyes out. She said, I even talk about it, my heart is racing right now. Like I, I'm okay talking about it. It's not that I do it, but it's knowing 
how dark a place that was. I never knew mental health could be like that. Like everybody's mental health is different. And I completely, I completely see that now. Like my depression is going to be completely different than someone else's. Like I can, like, I know that, but I never knew that I could feel like that. I never knew someone could have these emotions. Like I didn't have control over my mind. Like I didn't know what one day I was going to wake up. Like I had no idea. And then I felt so, I had so many people around me, but I felt so lonely. Like feel like nobody was there. And I honestly woke up and I can admit this now because I'm okay because I feel like by talking about it, hopefully I can help someone. And that's what I want to do. But like I woke up, I could wake up and whatever happened that day, I didn't care. Yeah. Like I felt numb. Like I did not feel any emotion. And that's the worst feeling. I'd rather feel anger or sadness or anything, but feeling numb. Yeah. And then feeling like you can't talk to anybody about it because they don't know. So when I was going to training, I was like a different person. I was like, right, okay, look, it's like an hour and a half, an hour and a half. That's all you've got to get through, get through. But I couldn't even function a normal drill. Someone who's played football for 20 years of her life couldn't even do a simple drill. Like I couldn't function it. It's like I'd start to get so shaky and then my mind would just go somewhere. And then at times, at times, I'll be honest, like Anna was the one person that kind of knew about it from the start. And I would try and get her attention and training. But I was like, I can't get her attention and training because I don't want her to then ask me if I'm okay. And then other people be like, oh, and then Lauren asked me a question to see if I was injured. That's why I walked off. Remember, when you said, if you feel bad to walk off and I had to lie, I had to lie her face and be like, yeah, I've got a hamstring injury. I didn't have a hamstring injury. You know I mean? Like that was the hardest part. So now a year later, I'm off my meds. I'm in control. I know how to feel. I know what my triggers are. I wake up. Yeah, I have bad days, but I know how to get out of them. Like that's like, I don't rely on medicine anymore. Like I can deal with it. And now that I'm able to talk about it, I'm like, I couldn't even talk to my mom and dad mm-hmm. for her. Like when I was talking to someone for a therapist, she was like, this has been something that's been in your head for three years. That's been building and building and building from things that you've went through mm-hmm. and not accepted what actually happened to you. You've not understood that you've not took it in. You've just kind of hid it under the rug and then moved on. Yeah. But now I know like, I want to talk about it now because then if somebody, just one person can see like, it's, it's okay to feel this way and can get help. That's worth it. That's why I'm not scared to talk about it anymore. But I was absolutely terrified to talk about it, 100%. So now that I'm off my meds, it's like I have a clear mind. Some people didn't agree with it, but I feel better with it because I am in control for once, for the first time in like a year and a half. Like I'm, I'm in control of my emotions. Yeah. So I think that was the biggest part to it, having to deal with that. That's a but massive achievement though, Strathy. Yeah, that is. That's huge. Huge. I think the day you like addressed us at training I think for for me like that was that was like massive you know and although you're saying like I, I get what you mean like it, mental health it's like so subjective it's mm-hmm. not like you're walking in with a cast on and you know everyone's like oh she broke her leg yeah. and someone that's been like well I broke my leg as well I know exactly what that feels like there could be someone in there that's had like I'm sure that there's a lot of people in the team that have gone to points like that as well and I think as you say you can't necessarily put your your finger on what the thought process is or why you why you're there because everyone's different and that's why it's subjective but I don't know maybe this is more a question but what, what was it that made you feel 
like you weren't alone or what was the first point or do you, is that a fair question? Uh, yeah, no, 100%. Um, honestly, the first time I felt like I wasn't alone was when I opened up to all you guys. That was when I realized that, you know what, I've just admitted this to 18 girls that some I know really well, like I've known you guys from like the past, but Anna, I've only known for what at that point, maybe under a year. And I've just completely opened up to everything, like to the thing that took me three years to just accept, you know, I mean, it took me a year to admit to my parents and within three months of feeling this way, I've admitted it to girls that I don't, I obviously I knew, but not very closely. So, and then when I got the reaction of, just little things that you guys would do in games or in training that you might not think anything of, but it was just like conversations. Like I started to realize that Bailey Hutchinson was taking more time to have a conversation with me than before, but just in a natural way. She didn't make it look like, are you okay? But she was just talking or, you know, little things where you would talk to me on the field. That makes me feel better. Or hearing little things carry on the sideline, God knows saying what at certain points, love every single minute of it. You know, I mean, it's little things like that. that I'm I get saying, it. Billy, get it off. I should be on. Things <laughs> 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 like that. Yeah. It was like that that did it. But I understand what my triggers were, but I don't think I'd be here now if it wasn't for the team. I don't think I'd be in a situation where I would have came off my meds and felt clean and felt clear about my head and my emotions. Because I, I was, I had to just adjust to it and be with a group of girls and adjust to that and talk. Once I did do it, it felt better. Yeah. Oh, I think, but like what you said, it's you think that your depression is like the worst, and nobody has ever felt that. And then once I realized that so many people are feeling like this, it was like, oh, I'm not alone. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll like we'll talk about it now. Um, like probably the closest thing I can resonate to you with is like maybe anxiety and I remember like getting it years ago it was actually after I had like labyrinthitis which was like a dizziness thing anyway long story short I got like health anxiety so I was like thinking I was going to have a panic attack all the time and then I spoke to my cousin and she was the same she not to not the same kind of labyrinthitis thing but she had anxiety and it was almost to the point where you know when you first get it it's the scariest thing in the world because you're like, what is this? Like, what is this feeling? Like, I've never had this before. And then you, and I remember someone said to me, you never really get rid of anxiety. You just learn to control it or you learn to manage it and you become more experienced in it. And I always kind of think that, you know, if you do ever feel anxious, like, don't worry. Like, it's fine. It's normal. And this is, you know, you've just got to try and work out what your triggers are and stuff like that. And you can totally manage it. It's totally manageable. It can be heightened by things. Um, and that's also fine that like you can be stressed that can heighten it and I, but I think that you know even for me I like speaking about it when I feel certain ways so that's how I I go about my thing and I you know I honestly like take my hat off to you because I know that depression's like well I don't know but I can only imagine that it's like almost similar but you've got to just it's all about you know the mind is the my, mental health is like new to a lot of people and I think one thing I would say from my perspective is just like don't panic like it's it's curable and you can manage your situation so just don't put yourself into further phases of doubt from an anxiety perspective and I think what you said there like it's similar to that in that you know your triggers you know what sets you off and you've learned to control it and I think like 
honestly, like you have done so well, even just in the recent months to how you're speaking about it now to that night at training is like incredible. And you're like proofs in the pudding, genuinely. Like I know you're probably not like maybe where exactly you want to be, but like who cares? Like you, you've, you're progressing and you know, life's a journey, not like it's not going to happen overnight. So, yeah. yeah amazing it's honestly maybe day by day kind of thing but yeah. i am very happy where i'm at right now to where i'm admitting it yeah and i think like yeah definitely like deal with it how you want to deal like there's no right answers like you don't always have to feel good just because you've won a game and i think that's probably yeah. you know one thing for people that maybe if they do start to feel like that that that's okay to be like that and yeah, just like find your little comfort zones and and yeah, use people around you. Like everyone's there to listen. Like what we are now, and I think yeah, totally, totally like commendable. Um, and yeah, it's good. It's good to get it out. Um, so yeah, thanks for being really like open about it from the start and tonight. It's really good. Really appreciate good. that. Um, I actually ask you a question. I'm dying to ask first, and that is mainly because I can't, I actually can't wait to tell you my answer, but what's been your best purchase of the last year and why? Come on, Anna. Best purchase? <laughs> Tripod for filming YouTube videos. Actually, my laptop, to be fair, I bought that. Ah, oh, yeah, big movie editor. Like, <laughs> that was for college and then I got into doing YouTube and I was like oh I guess it's best of both worlds but no that's probably got to be my best purchase what one did you get what did you get what laptop uh, MacBook Air oh that's the one I have Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Right. that's that's because <laughs> Cheska messaged me today and was like have you got a Top. and I was like I've got a work one and then I've got my own computer and she's like oh I'm needing, I'm needing a new laptop so yeah I was speaking to her today saying that I've got uh, one she's like so what one do you have and I was like oh the MacBook Air she's like so what one's that and I was like oh I'm trying to explain it <laughs> send her a link what about you LG come on I know well, I'm going to be that person I'm going to be that person Wait, my air yeah. fryer Oh, I was gonna oh say, I was gonna of course. McQueen's or something like that. No, no. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Been, just, do you know this lockdown, right? I have been buying like clothes and the usual, but I think I've been quite like, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but I'm, I've been quite, I don't know if you can hear that going on through there. There's a, some, my mum's chasing the dog. Um, yeah, I've been quite, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but I've bought things that are like, and not an investment, but I spent £200 on a coffee machine, which I thought, do you know what? That is coming with me for the rest of my life. That is following <laughs> me. That is following me everywhere. So that is that gets used every day. So that's one of them, I would say. My, my Nespresso coffee machine, that has been an elite purchase, saving me lots of money on Starbucks. Um, and then my air fryer. Literally everything now can get thrown in the air fryer. So, yeah, get yourself an air fryer. Heard about these. Is that like a modern day steamer? I don't, well, it's literally, like, you can put, like, just potatoes in, because obviously potatoes are, like, chips, yeah, but it's healthy, like, you don't add oil or anything like that, and then you just, it comes out as chips, and you're like, boom. Yeah, they're pretty decent. Mm. I'd won them. But yeah, I would say that, and then I also, obviously, like, I lost my first dog in, during lockdown, we lost Tara, 
And then we've got a dog, so that's also a good lockdown purchase. He's definitely perked up our lockdown for sure. Yeah, so. dog's a good purchase. Very, very good. Yeah, well, I didn't purchase purchase the dog. My mum and dad purchased the dog, but yeah, as a family, good lockdown purchase. Cooper. Cooper, yeah, cutie. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, well, I don't know if you heard, but my mum was kind of like, when I was away to say my first purchase, my mum was like, he's away to shite at the end of the lobby. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> I was like, I'm just gonna like meet myself. <laughs> but I don't know. You might have you might have heard that, but yeah, my mom's like running down the lobby, like he's a bit shite. So <laughs> yeah, that that may be on the video if um, you can hear this back. But yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's the three things I would say I bought during lockdown because yeah, they've been investments. I would say that'll last me a while. I did just ask for one, but three's fine. Well, three, I couldn't choose. <laughs> I'm very indecisive. I could not choose, but I just thought I'd share because you need to get an air fryer. If you don't have a coffee machine, you need to get a coffee machine. And well, if you've got time for a dog, then you just need to get a dog. Okay. So. Very good. Yeah. Good, good. Insightful. What about you, Strathy? I don't think there's like a one purchase. I would just say making that home gym. Okay. I just think making a home gym, I'll be honest, like. That that's really the best thing I've done. Yeah, you've got. <laughs> so, I know it's come together pretty well, apart from uh, started painting and realized it was the wrong color. So mm. yeah, it's not. I thought it was white and it was cream. So that's a, oh no, I know no, like it's just I'm because not, it's like off white color. And it's bad. I didn't realize till halfway through painting the wall. <laughs> realized it like it's and because it, it was gray, it was really gray, and I was like right. Just start. We'll just start painting it white, and then I can do. I've got something coming to draw something. And I remember I stood stood back and I was changing music, and I looked up and I was like, oh, "That's not white. That's not 100 not white." And I looked at the container and picked up the wrong container. Nightmare. Nice right. So not so paint wasn't your best purchase then. Yeah, no, not my best purchase. Like it was honestly, who put like, white, white and cream? And I, I don't know. I don't know what I was thinking, but oh well, got to redo that. Probably next week. So you've got, a, you've got a good, um, so your gym's your best purchase in summary. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay, Gary, what are mm-hmm. you trumping all this? I don't really. I don't. I don't know. I don't think I've. I've bought loads of useless stuff. That's fine. No investments That's fine. like LG. I would say though, my, my, the one I bought this week because I decided basically I was in school. And me and one of the kids decided we were going to take up this hobby together and we were going to learn together. So I had to buy some juggling balls. (laughs) So I'm actually looking at them right now. They're looking at me. Um, I've been trying. It's a juggle. I really can't. Try it. Try it. How many balls? That's that's proper juggling balls. I was actually practicing this morning. I was like, "This is useless." I spent more time picking them up off the floor. Good workout. See, gone. (laughs) That was actually not bad. That was all right. Technique. You can that way. Um, so that's my fun purchase just now. But Kelly, I'm desperate to hear yours because you seem quite excited. Yeah, I'm dying for your one. Mine's is. Well, personally, it's absolutely like the most efficient like thing I've ever bought. So, I bought an Alexa. She's quality because, like, you carry. You need. You just set mine off. Thanks for that. What was that? You just set mine off. Thanks for that. Yeah. So I bought an Alexa, and then I'm like, I'm a bit of a tech freak. Like, I like like gadgets and that. 
So I'm like, I've always wanted. Remember, like in the movies, have you ever seen Uncle Buck? When anyone seen Uncle Buck, these are probably too yeah. When yeah. He, oh, you've seen it. Quality. So when he yeah, like yeah. claps and the light goes out. Or, oh God! Right? No way! You got one of those. I never bought a clapper. Calm down. So oh, I was. Excited. I bought a a smart bulb. So. This bulb comes and I'm thinking, six quid for the smart bulb, no chance is it going to work. Like, this is too good to be true. Well, puts it in. Next thing, Alexa, light on. Well, the whole room lights up. And I'm, like, absolutely loving it. Oh, she just <laughs> she just dimmed the lights a wee bit there. And, um, yeah, honestly. So, and the best thing is, I quite like a midnight snack. So I'm always going through from the kitchen to my room with like heaps of scran and a cup of tea and I'm having to headbutt the light off well now I just need to tell Alexa light off and I'm away brilliant that's actually quite a good purchase honestly oh. Alexa light off no oh my god no way Alexa light off is- she's outstanding so, that is cool that is, that is my cool. purchase and she's she, I absolutely love it as well like we chat quite a lot and I love her. <laughs> she manages yeah. I'm really bad with time. I asked for the for the question of the day. We like to do that together each morning. What was that? You and Alexa. Yeah, I'm scared to say her name though because she's listening there. But <laughs> every morning I say, "Morning, what's the question of the day?" And she gives you a wee question of the day. Today's one was actually a very good one. It was about football. I didn't realize she had questions of the day. I might oh. on that. Everything. And you get points. Oh, Nadu, you're trying to be competitive with Alexa. <laughs> I, I hate to lose. Love to win. That's what I'm missing, the competition. Like, timing, I know. timing myself up the three flights of stairs to my front door. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Yeah, you've been mentioned that. I thought you were going to yeah. say your eating takeaway challenge. That looked quite tough. Although oh, I think I probably would have managed it, but... <laughs> What was it? Yeah. Well, I'm telling you, I tried to do it. I ate a McDonald's and then I had a five guys and then I had to stop. Oh, no. It was, oh, if, if for anyone that didn't watch the YouTube video, I'll just give you a brief description. I'll be Anna's PA here. It was a, um, what was it? Eating takeaways for 24 hours challenge. Yeah. So, yeah, every meal was a takeaaway. That, that's pretty that. rank, actually, to be fair. like that. that it, it would be tough. You think you could do definitely. it? That would be hard. I think I don't think I could do that anymore. I think if I was younger, I could, but it, you just would feel awful. Mm. Yeah. To be fair, it was like a Starbucks croissant, and then I bought brownies from someone, and then I went to Tartan Pig, which is like a little cafe. Oh, and yeah, and then I had that. And then what did I have for my dinner? And then I had a Domino's. Then I had um, a crepes and cones. That's not too bad, actually. I thought about it very well. Yeah, yeah see, I think I would have, if I was doing that, I would have picked a McDonald's breakfast and I think that would have been a rookie mistake straight away off the back. Therefore. That would have probably been mine. Yeah. Therefore. Right, last questions. Quick fire before we go, because I realise it's an hour and I'm ready. Right. Oh, it was the ones that I have prompted you about so you should be ready it shouldn't be a, a moment so we have to buzz in so, uh, the questions i sent to you already so what's your best series documentary you've watched on netflix strathy one tree hill Carry. but it's not oh, on netflix this is us okay anna oh, that's a good one um what was it um quick fire <laughs> what's the one with the monkey 
Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin? <laughs> oh, the one that's got like the seven siblings. Oh. Uh, what? what? Yeah, I know which one you mean. You know what one? It's on Netflix and it has a monkey and they've all got superpowers. I remember reading about it and thinking, definitely not my thing. <laughs> See, I don't I think it's my thing. Think it's my thing. Should have done I'm going to show it. LG. Umbrella Academy. Umbrella it's still Academy. currently in progress. That's it. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, Umbrella Academy. Um, Currently in progress still, because it takes me about a year to watch one series, Peaky Blinders. Still in progress, but Great very one. good. So good. Yeah. yeah. It's as well. Kelly, what's yours? Oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> I haven't really watched anything for a while. I watched Killing Eve like at the start of last year. I love Killing Eve, like obsessed with Jodie Comer. Um, but yeah, Wentworth. I love a documentary too, so if you find any good ones, let me know. Um, yeah. What was that? The Serpent. Did you watch that one? Is that a documentary? It's a true, no, but it's a true story. Oh, okay. Love a true story. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'm going to write that. Down. Yeah, get, uh, get your notebook. You can write them down. In. <laughs> Honestly, I have got a memory. Um, my pen's not working. Brilliant. Um, next one is Hidden Gem, Healthy Food, Quick Meal. What would you recommend? Pizza wraps. <laughs> Yes, love for anyone. Tutorial on my Instagram if anyone would like to know. Yeah, like LG Fitness is that your tag? Is it? Yeah, yeah, LG Fitness that's got uh, never gets used and it's got about twenty followers. But yeah, that one. Okay, uh, Strathy. Uh, I see. I Berryball, the one that was on my Instagram. She recommended to me, and I've also just purchased the powder that she uses for it, which I'm uh, yeah. she sold me I with a picture. It's really good. Yeah, you were talking about that the other day, right? Yeah, it takes like five minutes to make it. It's so easy, honestly. Like, all you need is that powder, and then you just need like berries, a banana, some almond milk, blend it up. You can put peanut. I put peanut butter in it, but you don't have to put peanut butter. Make a bowl, put some granola on top, dark chocolate, strawberries, and you're good to go. Sorry, the powders arrive in tomorrow, Strathy. So you have a top up tomorrow. I can drop it off. I'm I'm going low because I just had two bowls today, so. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, like you can have, well, you can depend, like you can have it as a snack or you can have make it like a bigger thing and make it a meal. Like, I just have it as a snack because I don't make a massive one. So, like, I have it normally, I have it like if I've got a big workout going, I'll have something light so it digests really quickly and it's actually so easy, so, so easy to make. And then I'll make half of it, I'll have half of it before and then I'll just put it in the fridge and then I'll have the other half later. Fair enough. It's like really good to have like pre or post workout, so. Okay, nice one. Carrie, what are you hitting with us with? Chili fettuccine. Ooh. Fine. Yeah. Nice. It's so tasty. <laughs> Can you share the recipe? You don't need to say it all out loud, but maybe send it in a chat for us because I would like it. I'll send it. Okay. Perfect. Okay. She loves a new recipe. Very she nice. does. Do. Right. <laughs> I'm expecting big things from you, Anna. I don't know, I've got a few. Can't we well, work? we get Kelly in, because it's her that does the cooking. Aye, well, we'll just get her to come in. <laughs> um, quick You're the slowest quick fire ever. <laughs> I know, I'm really bad. Um, I like making like a... It's almost like what Strathy makes, but it's like yogurt, 
peanut butter, blueberries, raspberries with like protein powder through it. Mm. Okay, that's quite I nice. See what you're going for here. Seems to be a good healthy theme going. That's so easy to make. Yeah. As for yours, Kelly, because you didn't seem like you were going to go for a healthy one until uh, uh, until you heard ours. Now you seem to change your mind a little bit. Um, actually, what was what was mine? Oh God, I have one. Um, oh, what was it? Rapid fire. Come on, Kel. I no. know. <laughs> I didn't brief it well. I'm the facilitator. Um, I can't remember. Although I did make quite a nice meal the other day, and it was really easy. It was just like a butterfly bit of chicken, spoonful of Philly, cloves of chicken, and then in an oven dish you put like uh, cherry tomatoes, and then spinach, and then you put your two breasts of chicken with the Philly on top of them, and then you mix parmesan, parmesan cheese, and breadcrumbs, and sprinkle it over the chicken, and oven cook for twenty five minutes. It took me like five minutes to make and in for twenty five. Oh my god, that sounds eggs. Yeah, and the rest of orange. She's gonna want that. I'll take the recipe for that as well. <laughs> Is that a cookbook? <laughs> Honestly, Lauren, why don't you do, like grab all these recipes and make a cookbook? Seriously. I'm going to steal everyone's recipes and you'll see it out coming out. Oh, that recipe book, that's what you need. That's what I you need, need to do. Yeah, I, I need to do that. You don't have much time, like the football on that. It's a nightmare. Mm. Total nightmare. Yeah. Um, okay, last question. Football related. It can be anyone in our leagues or anyone oh, in our team. What player would you really not want to play against in your first game back? Who's the hardest player you've played against? <laughs> Strathy. I haven't played many people recently. <laughs> but you so... can... <laughs> but any... Carrie. Uh, <laughs> um, I would say the hardest player, but I'd say Jaden McLaren, Dundee United. Okay. Because she's been blowing up my phone. With like smack talk, saying that we're never going to win the league, we're nowhere near. All the Ooh, teams against us. I'm not kidding you. I can prove it. That's Kelly taking no, a note of no her name. Luke, Kelly's writing down her name. She's like, write that down. Jane McLaren, centre back, Dundee United. That's I it. Honestly, I know she she's just non-stop. Dirty talk from United. Well, happy days. We'll from that. <laughs> <Carrie>. <laughs> Uh, you know, I actually, and I always have to play against her at training because we're opposite positions. But I really don't like playing against Bailey Hutch. Yeah. She's <laughs> so, like, so like slick it. Mm-hmm. Hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, it's hard to, to know what's going to happen. So I don't like playing against Bailey. <laughs> no. I like it when she's in my team. Anna? I was going to say Bailey as well because honestly her shots are quite solid. Um, or, guys, oh. um, hi. Ailey <laughs> <laughs> Short, oh. you just hit some top bins all the time. Lauren, you're actually, your left foot's quite powerful. Oh, no, don't, don't, don't correct me now. It's all right. Actually, no, I would say, Lauren, you're quite like, you think you're going one way and then you'll drag back. You're a drag backer, are you? The chances are it's probably going to my feet. Drag so if you know me, <laughs> drag queen, that's drag me. Queen. I'm not ever so Bailey this week. She'll get too big headed. Yeah, please. Um, do not. If I had to choose mine, I'd probably say she's not in our league at the moment, and I don't know if she's actually still playing or not. But like, it's got to be Lynn Robertson. Like, I genuinely don't think I'd last the whole game. Like with Lynn playing against Lynn. Like, yeah, she's, she's, she's made uh, some really good like challenges for us when she played for us. Eh? Like, she was definitely. Sometimes you're just like, how did you even get there? Like, but then other times, I actually. Oh my god, I'm so glad you're on my team and not like. Yeah, I was gonna say that. I would rather <laughs> Lynn was on my team than against me. Yeah, 
Yeah. Just yeah. for my own safety. That's good. <laughs> oh well, happy Hi. days. Happy days. There's always you haven't given us an answer. Yeah. Well, hope you enjoyed the chat. Hope you relaxed. Hope you felt like it, and hope it's helped you reflect. And nice to catch up with everyone. Yeah. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed that. To be fair, I think like you said at the very start, like having a smaller group, like I would have never spoke like this in front of like everyone because I don't know not that like I couldn't do it like it's not anyone individual but it's just like having such a big group yeah and just like seeing everyone on the camera you're just a bit like whoa even though it's all yeah it's hard to get a word in as well when it's like everyone's jumping about it's just that's that's what we're missing is it really and hopefully yeah yeah let me know if it might go in mind okay cool right see you later girls have a nice night Bye. bye bye bye